0: Good morning and welcome in, everybody. Today, we're going to take a look at a passage of Scripture. But before we do that, I wanted to to tell you a little story. One morning, I woke up and got ready for school. And I can't remember how old I was at the time, but I know that I was very young. And I ran out to the kitchen, and got some pancakes for breakfast. And after a full stomach, I went back into my bedroom to grab my books and my backpack. And I went outside to wait for the school bus by our garage. Because we lived at the end of the road, the school bus would turn around in our driveway. Well, I sat there and waited patiently for him on that cold December morning, and the bus was running a little late, and I was starting to get a little bored. So I looked over at the garage door, and for some reason, which I cannot understand, I was compelled to stick my tongue onto the frozen handle. Well, after a few seconds, I realized my tongue had completely frozen to the metal. I began to get nervous, because I didn't know how I was going to free myself. With a quick jerk of my head, I pulled my tongue away, but left a lot of the top of my tongue on the handle in the process. I was bleeding profusely from my mouth and ran inside to grab a rag. It took many days for my tongue to heal, but for many months, I really couldn't taste anything. My tongue had become numb to all feeling. And this reminds me of the Christian life. Just just as I had no taste for food for a period of time, the Christian life is very similar. We must become numb to any taste or desire for sinful living. Romans chapter 8, verses 12 through 13 says, Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. For if you live after the flesh, you shall die. But if you through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. In order to inherit eternal life, you must be capable of mortifying the sins of the body. To mortify means to subdue or deaden the body and its sinful appetites, so that you have no more feeling or desire for them anymore. It's a process of killing off the old man of sin and the carnal nature. Living in sin will only lead to death. Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Romans 8, verse 6, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Romans 6, verse 21 says, What fruit had you then in those things whereof you are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. How many of you have woken up in the morning, attempted to get out of bed, but you couldn't even stand up because your leg was asleep? It was completely numb. You could slap your hand on your leg and not even feel it. Well, the Christian life is about not having feelings for sin anymore. Christians are called to repent from dead works and change from the sinful life that you used to live in your past. We are supposed to serve Jesus, not the carnal nature. Romans 6, 6-7, Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. The old man is corrupt, and both him and his sinful ways need to be put to death. Ephesians four, twenty two through twenty four says that you put off concerning the former conversation the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Colossians chapter three verses nine through ten lie not one to another seeing that you have put off the old man with his deeds and have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. So again, mortify means to deaden the sinful nature. Something that is dead is completely unresponsive. If the sinful nature is mortified, it no longer has any power over you. God grants us a free gift of his grace but it is supposed to result in a changed life, changing from dead works to good works. It's about changing from being disobedient to obedient living. And if this doesn't happen, it is simply receiving the grace of God in vain. Second Corinthians 6 verse 1 says, We then as workers together with him beseech you also that you receive not the grace of God in vain. What we need to do is deaden off sinful desires in order to serve and follow the way of Christ. We must choose what is right over what is wrong. We must choose truth over lies. We must choose marriage over fornication and adultery. We must choose humility over pride. How many of you have gone out on a cold winter morning to try to start your vehicle, but when you turn the key, click, just nothing happened. This is because the battery was completely dead. And when a battery is dead on your truck, it doesn't have the ability to turn the motor over. Sin needs to be just as dead as a car battery in our lives. Dead enough that it is powerless and incapable of stirring the motor of sinful desire within each of us. Romans chapter 6, verse 12-13 through 13 says, Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in the lust thereof. Neither yield you your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. Those who don't exercise a sincere effort to become obedient to God's will and to overcome the desires of the sinful nature will be punished by God just as a disobedient child. Colossians chapter 3, verse 5 through 6 says, Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry, for which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. Fornication is engaging in sexual pleasures with somebody, but you're not married to them, and to commit such things is to defile your own body. God's wrath will come upon those who exhibit such behaviors who are professing to be Christian. Uh, There's hope for each of us. And it begins by confessing and admitting our faults and turning to Christ so that we can complete His will and walk according to His calling and purpose for us. We need to undergo a purification process, cleansing ourselves from sinful living. Just as one would boil water to purify it, We must allow ourselves to be heated in the blacksmith's fire being put under the hammer so that God can reshape us into what he wants us to become. In northern Minnesota, we can get some pretty cold wind chills. And when you come in from the outside, sometimes you can't even feel your fingers. Well, as Christians, we want to become numb to sin. We no longer want to have a taste for it anymore just like the tip of my tongue. So let's think about these things for today. We can be found on your web browser by searching TLKJBC or by going to our blog at tlkjbc.wordpress.com. Or you can find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Lord willing, we'll talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then. Bye-bye, everybody.